Welcome to the Four Streams Podcast. We are your hosts, Melissa Eisenbrandt and Charlotte Christie. We discuss our thoughts, opinions, views, and ideas for practical application of all things neuroscience, positive psychology, coaching, and Christian worldview. Welcome back, everyone, to episode five in our six-part series on PERMA. We are so excited to have you with us today. Today, we're going to talk about the M in PERMA, and the M is for meaning, meaning or purpose. And so we're going to talk about having meaning or purpose in your life impacts flourishing and well-being. So I'm Charlotte Christie. And I am Melissa Eisenbrandt. And we are so excited to have you with us. Okay, what is meaning? So in the positive psychology field, they define meaning as using your signature strengths and values in service to something beyond yourself. And so those values are super important. And Melissa, I know you use values a lot in your coaching work. Mm -hmm. So can you talk to us a bit about values? Yes. So always within the first or second session of coaching, um, I encourage clients to have their top three nailed down. And essentially, our whole lives, whether we realize it or not, overflow from our values. And so things that really irritate us go against our values often. And the things that really matter to us are in alignment with our values. And so just thinking about, you know, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? And in coaching, we talk about what is your why? And Simon Sinek talks about how important it is to know your why. And so to know your purpose, to know at the end of the day, at the end of your life, what is it that you want to, um, what impact is it that you want to leave in the world? And what do you want to stand for? So your values shape your mission. um, And in an organization, values should shape mission and vision. And so the overflow of that. So um, it's so important to, to know what our values are, because sometimes when we feel burnt out or we feel discouraged, um, that can be a sign that we are living out of alignment with our values. Yeah, that's so good. Melissa, can you tell me, I know you before you were sharing with me some questions that you use with your clients to help them define their values. What are some of those questions? Yeah. So sometimes when you ask someone and they don't even know where to start. So some of the questions that I offer to kind of get the ball rolling is what takes priority with your time? And so um, sometimes for families, you know, kids take priority or sometimes for individuals, jobs come number one before vacation, before family. So what takes priority with your time? And then another question, what am I most passionate about? So if you hear stories or you want to volunteer, what is it that causes that fire in your gut to to just keep going? And what are you most passionate about? And then what are make or break factors in relationships or jobs? Uh, Sometimes when we think about um, just really having intimacy with others, whether it's friends or spouses What are those make or break factors? And then what am I willing to stand for even if others are not? So even if this issue does not matter to other people, it's still going to matter to me at the end of the day. And something else, like what do you love learning about? 
um, sometimes, not always, but sometimes that can also be a reflection of values. And then again, what kind of legacy do you want to leave? Like at the end of the day, what is going to matter? What kind of imprint do you want to leave? That's so good. And great questions to think through to try and define what are your values? What brings meaning to your life? I want to put a little pressure on our listeners right now (laughs) Um, and help everybody out there know and understand how much they matter Mm. in this world. And, you know, one of our worldview, or sorry, one of our four streams is Christian worldview. And I've noticed in the Christian world, um, there is a negative reaction to saying that an individual matters. And I think there's a way in which you can look at that as an arrogance or pride that Mm -hmm. I would agree that can get in the way actually of you showing up in the world in a way that you matter. Mm -hmm. When I talk about how much you matter and that pressure I want to put on each of you out there, what I'm talking about is that you were created with purpose and meaning. And when you hold that back, that you're actually robbing the world of an opportunity to have the gifts from you that could make a difference in this world. And so I think there's a, you know, I want each of you to think about who were you created to be and how is it that you can show up even better in the world with what is meaningful to you? I think God is so kind to allow us to enjoy doing the things that he has created us to do. And so when you're searching for what are my values, what is meaning and purpose in my life, it's typically going to be things that you enjoy doing. And that, I think, is a gift from our creator to allow that to be true. So off my um, soapbox there, and (laughs) I'm going to share a little bit of research on meaning because, okay, that's who I am, the research geek. Um, so there is was a study published this year in the Journal of Happiness Studies. Okay, so I'm thinking about, right, the DISC assessments and things we do. And I'm thinking, okay, all my, my high C geeks are going to love the fact that we're talking research and this is happiness studies. But then we've also got like the high eyes who are like happiness studies. I've read this <laughs> journal and I was just like, I got to find this journal and I got to start reading this journal. So they published this study. Um, Researchers examined data from nearly 7,000 research participants in the United Kingdom. And they all received surveys about volunteering habits and their mental health, including their distress and functioning in everyday life. Um, So they followed up with these people every two years from 1996 to 2014. That's a long study. Um, So compared to people who didn't volunteer, people who had volunteered in the past year were more satisfied with their lives and rated their overall health as better. Additionally, the researchers found that people who volunteered more frequently experienced greater benefits. Those who volunteered at least once a month reported better mental health than participants who volunteered infrequently or not at all. You know, when we were talking beforehand, we talked about how important it is that we're distinguishing service mm. from 
um, serving with meaning. Mm-hmm. And so volunteering, when, in next episode, when we talk about accomplishments, we'll talk about the difference between external motivators and internal motivators. Volunteering for some external reward does not give you all these benefits. It is when you volunteer and it's connected with your highest values that these yeah. things make a difference. It's so much more than volunteering. It's more than community service. It's more than that. Like, it's almost like we have to ask ourselves, does this go to the depths when I'm doing this? Like, is it just a task? Is it just a chore? Is it a checkbox on a list of tasks? Or does it go deeper still? And if it goes deeper still, that's where that meaning comes. That's where those values shine. Yes. Yeah, that's so good. Um, Okay. (laughs) A little bit more research. This one is on purpose. So there's studies being done on people's purpose and how that impacts both their psychological and physical well-being. So a group of psychologists from Harvard and Vancouver used data from nearly 13,000 participants um, in the health and retirement study. Um, So these were all adults over the age of 50. Over four years of follow-up, they found that people with the highest ratings in purpose had 46% reduced risk of mortality. Wow. 13% reduced risk of sleep problems. (laughs) I would love to reduce my sleep problems by 13%. Higher reported levels of optimism and 43% reduced risk of depression and lower reports of loneliness. Mm -hmm. This is about purpose, just being able to clearly define your purpose. Mm. It's such a reminder of how holistic we are. Like, it's not like our lives can be totally compartmentalized, but there is a ripple effect. And so when we're living in that meaning and with those values, the ripple effect is big. So how do you build meaning? What does it look like when the rubber meets the road? So again, just keeping in mind Um, With these ideas that we are going to share um, that we got actually from the Positive Psychology website, keeping in mind, these are not just tasks to check off, but ways to explore that meaning and what that would look like um, in your life. So one is get involved in a cause or organization that matters to you. So keyword matters. Yes. Um, Not just who has an open slot for a volunteer, but what really matters. Something you believe in and want to make a difference in. Yes. And then secondly, try new creative activities to find things you connect with. Yeah, this is a fun one. This is just experiment. Yeah. Just experiment and try different things and find, again, that that enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And what are the things you go out there, you try new things, and when you like them, you keep doing them. Yeah. And you're going to start to understand yourself better, what brings you meaning and what your values are. Mm -hmm. And that, that piece that goes beyond enjoyment on the surface level, but like what energizes you? Like what do you, that's a way that you can know if you're connecting. That is so good because I will tell you that there are things that I do that have meaning and they drain me. 
<laughs> but there are things that I do that have meaning. And I, it doesn't matter how much time I put into them. There's not mm-hmm. a physical draining that comes. There's just an energizing that comes from it. Yeah, that's absolutely a great way to determine if something is part of your purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then think about how you can use your passions to help others. So again, the idea of using your strengths and values in service to something beyond yourself. So how can you use your strengths and values and passions to help others? Yeah. And these can be simple little things, right? It doesn't have to be that you go and you volunteer in the soup kitchen every Saturday (laughs) for four hours. It could simply be that you love like a manicured lawn. Mm. And so you offer to help out your, your elderly neighbor who Mm. isn't able to take care of their lawn. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. And then spend quality time with people that you care about. Again, that piece of connecting. I feel like so much of this is actually about connecting. Like I feel like meaning, purpose, and then perhaps connection because you're connecting with something bigger than yourself. You're connecting with yourself in that you are identifying your values and then connecting with others, whether it's serving others or connecting with others um, who have the same values. But that connection piece is huge. Yeah. And it's, it's intertwining the relationship piece of PERMA, Mm -hmm. right? So all of this intertwines. And if you can go into flow and and engagement with Mm -hmm. it as well, right? And so, and it's going to bring positive emotions. So many of these will just intertwine so that it all has meaning that some of that research that I was telling you about, Um, from the United Kingdom, it was interesting to see follow-up questions on that were mainly about, well, what is it about the service that brings Mm. meaning? And is it that you're spending time with others? Is it that there's physical activities? So you're getting up off your butt and doing something. Mm. Um, and, And there's not a lot of clarity about what it is. But I think if we took PERMA all together in the, the positive psychology research, it's all of those different aspects that are going to increase well-being and flourishing. Yeah. And just as a reminder for our listeners, the P in PERMA is positive emotions. The E is engagement. R is relationships. M is meaning. And then the A is accomplishment. So when we say PERMA, just as a reminder, those are the things that we are talking about. So before we move on to our go try, I actually want to talk about one more thing. I have not read this. It is now on my list. But as I was doing research on this, I came across a book called Life on Purpose. Mm. Have you heard of that? I have not. Yeah. By Victor Stretcher. And it looked super interesting to me. And again, haven't read it, but I suspect that if you're trying to figure out your purpose, this book's going to help you get there. Mm. So in his book, he says, the strength of one's life purpose, which involves a combination of living according to your values and goals 
and striving to make a positive difference in the world can be measured and it correlates highly with psychological wellness and even markers of physical health and longevity. Mm. So he's reiterating what we are finding in the research. And I suspect this is a book that is going to help you if you're trying to discover your purpose. If any of you have read it, reach out. We want to yeah. hear. We want to hear your your input into that book. Here's the thing that I love that you just brought up about how values and goals go together. So if we are setting goals, it's not going to matter to us if they're not in line with our values. And so, so if, as coaches, that is crucial to help our clients identify and know their values because when they're setting goals, the long-term fuel to move toward that goal is going to come from the overflow of values. And so um, for coaches, when we're, ta- when we're meeting with clients, knowing the values is the first step. Yeah, super important. And, and when your goal is aligned with your values, you will see higher levels of grit and mm. resilience and perseverance in the face of obstacles. Yeah. Now, you're going to have clients who have to accomplish goals that are not aligned with their values. But you will start noticing as a coach that they have a harder time getting those goals done. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And even asking if there is a goal that is not necessarily connected to their values, but it's just something that they have to do in life. um, Sometimes asking, how could you creatively bring in your values to help fuel you toward that? So good. So good. And that's one of the things that Martin Seligman does, right? He talks about, you know, what are your signature strengths and how can you bring it into this thing that you hate? Mm -hmm. So how do you take those things that you're really, really good at and bring it to having to, you know, do the spreadsheets that just drive you crazy at work or have the hard conversations that are just so difficult for you? It's so true. And also for me, um, sometimes I have this goal because someone else suggested a goal to me and I'm like, okay. And then I start off and I don't make any progress because I actually don't care about it at all. Like I just don't care. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and so sometimes just to say like, you know, actually this goal, I don't care about it. I don't, I just need to get rid of it and figure out what actually does matter. Yeah. What a time sucker. All the goals that we have that don't even matter to us and we spend so much of our time on. Yeah. And two, as coaches, if we have a client that has a goal, but week after week, there's not much progress or they don't seem excited about, that is worth exploring. Why Why are we here? Again. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And, you know, we do those disc assessments and the driving forces, um, with TTI and those driving forces. If you look at that, those are about your highest values. And so what's going to drive you. And so those of you have come through the four streams program, you know, that tool, and that's one way to help people go back to figure out, okay, all these obstacles keep coming up. How do we make them more in line with our highest values Mm -hmm. so that we can be more successful, successful in what we're trying to accomplish? Mm All right, Melissa, are you ready for our go try? I am. So the go try this week is identifying values and figuring out where to go from here. So how do you braid your values with your signature strengths or skills or experiences 
and opportunities to serve others in order to add more meaning to your life. So one, defining your strengths and skills and opportunities and knowing your values. So identifying them. Um, if you go to my website, royalcoachingcolorado.com, under the resource tab, there is a download section and there's a list of values. So it's the values exercise that you can do. And it's a crazy long list. And you go through this list and you pick top 10, then top five, and then you try to narrow it down to top three. Um, and it's hard. It is. It is crazy long. How many values are on there? Are there a hundred? Over a hundred, I think. Over a hundred. Yeah. It is, it is daunting when you look at it, but it can also be, I think it's fun. So what I've done with it is I take different colored markers. Yeah. Um, and I go through it and because I think what happens is when I look at it, all of them to some degree, I'm going to say yes at different points in times. Yeah. And so what you want to do is kind of think through that and don't feel intimidated by it. Just, just acknowledge this one matters or this one doesn't. I've been judged for not having a value <laughs> that others think I should have. But remember, you are here for a very specific purpose. You are not supposed to look just like anyone else. Yeah. And so try and have fun with this and just take the time to see who are you. And there's so much clarity and self-awareness that can come from it because it forces you like... What is the difference between wisdom and knowledge? And do I value this one or that one? And what is the difference between um, courage and bravery? And how does that show up? And so it's good too, because it forces you to pause and really think through what matters and how do you differentiate them? So then after knowing your values and identifying those, determine who you can serve. So... How do you want to use those values to serve others? And essentially, how do you want to use those values as fuel for you to make an impact in the long haul? So to essentially leave your legacy. And then fourth, create an action step. How are you going to make it happen? What are you going to do from here? It's not just for you to know your values, but then how do you go and change the world because of that? Excellent. Thank you so much. Okay, that's it. That is episode five in our six-part series on PERMA. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope you'll come back for our final episode in this yes. series where we talk about accomplishments. Thank you for listening to this Four Streams podcast. Anything shared on this podcast should not be taken as medical advice, nor is it a substitute for medical expertise or treatment. 